Section 20 of Birds and Nature, Volume 8, Number 5, December 1900. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Jill Ingle. May Apple, Podophyllum peltatum L. The blushing peach and glossy plum there lies, and with the mandrake tempt your hands and eyes. Quoted in Tuckerman's America, page 33. The may apple is a small perennial herb with long rootstocks, or underground stems, rhizomes, a native of the United States and Canada, growing in rather moist woodlands. The rhizomes attain a length of about 12 feet. They are sparingly branched, with comparatively few roots at the nodes. Upon closer inspection, one may notice the leaf scars and stem scars. Early in the spring, the bud, situated at the anterior end of the rootstock or rhizome, develops and sends up a stem upon which the leaves and flower are situated. The entire plant attains a height of about 12 inches. The leaves are large, peltate, from pelta, a small shield, margin deeply from 5 to 9 lobed, lobes pendant, thus giving the leaf a semblance to an umbrella. It is remarkable that the flowerless plants have only one leaf, while the flowering specimens always have two, which are opposite upon the stem apex, carrying the flower in the bifurcation, as shown in the illustration. Each plant bears a single flower upon a drooping stalk. The calyx consists of six greenish sepals, which, however, drop off as soon as the flower begins to unfold. The corolla consists of six or nine petals, which are quite large, thick and pulpy, and of a creamy white color. Authorities seem to differ as to the odor of the flower. Some speak of it as very fragrant, others designate it as nauseous, and others express no opinion. Millspaugh, in his Medicinal Plants, says, The odor of the flowers is nauseous. I am always forcibly reminded of a bad case of Ozena when inhaling their perfume. It is an undoubted fact that the rhizomes, stems, and leaves have a very decided heavy, nauseous odor, and it is not unreasonable to assume that this odor is traceable in flower and unripe fruit. The flowers expand in May, and the fruit ripens in August. The fruit is a berry about the size of a plum. At first, green, it changes to a soft yellow at maturity. It is not unlike a tomato in general appearance. When fully ripe, it has a fragrant odor and tastes somewhat like the pawpaw, a simina triloba. Podophyllum peltatum is variously known as may apple, Indian apple, hog apple, wild lemon, and raccoon berry in reference to the fruit. Duck's foot, German entenfuss, in reference to the form of the leaf. Wild jalap, in reference to its medicinal properties, which are similar to that of jalap. The generic name podophyllum, meaning foot leaf, is given in reference to the leaf. The plant is also quite generally known as mandrake or American mandrake, but the mandrake proper, so frequently referred to in the books of Moses and in the works of Shakespeare, is not the may apple, but mandragora officinalis l of the nightshade family, solanaceae, a native of southern Europe. Earlier collectors supposed the two plants to be similar, if not identical. There is only one other species of Podophyllum, which is a native of Europe. 
Apart from its beauty, the May apple is highly valued for its fruit, which is considered a delicacy by the American Indians. Whites apparently do not care much for the fruit, though it is occasionally collected and eaten. The taste of the fully ripe fruit is quite pleasant. Some state it is like that of a tomato, and it certainly is not very nutritious. It must only be sparingly eaten because of its decidedly laxative properties. The entire plant is quite poisonous, and it is stated that the cooked leaves have been eaten for greens with fatal results. The Indians have employed the plant medicinally for centuries. The principal use of the American mandrake is medicinal. It is a very efficient cathartic, due to the presence of a resinous principle known as podophyllin, which has been given the name vegetable calomel. It is no doubt true that this drug is in no small measure responsible for the decrease in the use of the old-time mineral drug calomel. Both rhizomes and leaves may be employed, but the former contain more of the active principle. The drug is rarely given alone because of the griping it produces. It is combined with hyoscyamus and belladonna, also with aloes and colocynth. In large doses, it usually acts as an emetic, which would tend to prevent poisoning from an overdose. Podophyllin has been used in dropsy, scrofula, and rheumatic affections. Applied externally, it acts as a powerful irritant, similar to capsicum and mustard plaster. Albert Schneider End of section 20